Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we go through uh, 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I am your host, Jacob, and with me are... I'm Nick. And I'm James. And this week's it's James's turn, but yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. My turn? Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. I was going to say, the cat's not here, but obviously they know that because she didn't say hi. <laughs> Well, for any first-time listeners, we usually have someone called Cat on the podcast, and she's just there's usually a female presence. But we're all growing up now, and every week there's always someone missing now. So we're just kind of a rotating. I'm always here. Now. So this week, it's yeah, because you have the equipment. Yeah, <laughs> and I you live the furthest away, so we can't really do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, so this week, as in the title, we watched uh, the Third Man from 1949. Uh, it's a British film noir that definitely felt like it was made in 1949. Yes, it is uh, black and white. One of the I wasn't even going to say that. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's very typical. And well, I think I know exactly what you're talking about the most here, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. Um, I'm but, so ready. It's cute and ready to go. But it's a British film noir, but um, set and mostly filmed in Vienna, Austria. Uh, it was directed by Carol Reed, which when I saw this, I'm like, oh, wow, a female director this early. I'm like, no, Carol Reed is a man. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> James, it's no, not no, women's here. Time no, 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 1949, no, no. <laughs> I was a bit too optimistic there. Um, who uh, Carol Reed uh, later won the Academy Award for Best Director for Oliver. Um, huh. Yeah. And there you go. A film that in... You know, perspectively, he's better. And was this the um, the second person knighted for uh, uh, directorial uh, prowess? Hell, that would be a core thing to be knighted for, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then you get summoned to fight dragons when the time came. I looked at the first one and I didn't know anything from him. So, yeah, do people who are knighted do they have to do anything? If like, well, technically, back in the old day, yeah, like. like in the Middle Ages. Are they yes, going to shove yes, Patrick Stewart to the front lines? <laughs> when like okay, speaking of that, I saw... When China invades. I've <laughs> seen... I don't know where I saw it, like on Reddit or whatever, but there was like this post that said, how cool would it be to have like a movie where all the people that are like dames and knights play themselves and there's like a catastrophic like event because most of the dames and knights are like old people now. Mm. Like it's not that like... It's usually the end of your life, like now that that happens. Whereas it used to be younger because no one lived. Because the long. end of your life was yeah. when you were thirty-two. But now <laughs> they're all like, you know, Sir Ian McKellen and Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, I love to see Dame Ian McKellen Judy and Judy Dench. Dench yeah. just like so it's like fucking people out of trenches. So it's like it's a movie where like there's this catastrophic like earth-bending event and like dragons and shit invade the planet. Mm. And it's just all the like knights and dames in a room together, like, oh well, it's our duty to fucking fix this, and then playing themselves as like the actor people have to like step up and. I support this. Yeah, and I'm like, that'd be the fucking sickest yeah. movie ever because it's all throat. they're all just like good actors and funny people. So I'm like, I just like so like Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart like on a walking stick go down, walking stick just turns into a massive flaming sword yeah. and just cut <laughs> someone's head off. Be fucking sick. Mr. Bean pulls out a fucking rune book. So. <laughs> yes, Roman Atkinson just starts chanting something. I'm willing to be producer on this. I'll give you uh, ten thousand dollars for twenty percent of the of the takings. Ten thousand dollars. 
$10,000 for 20% of the takings. Yeah. Assuming we do get all that cast that you're talking about. <laughs> $10,000 is going to pay for one of their breakfasts. Yeah. <laughs> it's very greedy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> thought it was a very reasonable offer. Um, so Sorry, massive tangent there. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So this film stars uh, Joseph Cotton as Holly Martins. Um, Cotton also stars in another film that you guys have all watched because you did a report on that I have not watched, which is Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. Were you not there for that? No, that no, was before. That. This is a before James. Fuck, that was ages ago. That was a quarantine episode, I'm pretty sure. It was pretty, yeah. I think it was, Ugh. yeah. Wow, that's... Don't listen to that. Did I, I did that report, didn't I? Did I do that report? Don't know. I think this might have even been before we took turns. Wow. I think this is back Early when we were on. just like, you do it. Me every week. <laughs> it makes sense because early on, you guys were just picking whatever one sounded most interesting, right? And it's mm. like we did the, all the really good yeah, ones, and first. it's one yeah, of the most famous ones. Up. Yeah, <laughs> we did really all the really good ones in our shittest episodes, and now we're like, <laughs> now we're good we're at better, episodes, yeah. and, and now we're like, know what we're doing, and it's like, huh, let's talk about this Spanish film from 1912. Yeah, <laughs> 1912. yeah, it really sucks. <laughs> that we'll never be able to do Back to the Future again. <laughs> no, I'm proud of that one. Um, so. Reed originally wanted a different actor for the role of Martins. Based on the fact that this is a 1949 film, can either of you guess who it was? Cary Grant. No. Orson, Good guess. I mean, Orson Welles is in this already, so not him. Who Who else has been in a heap of our movies around this era that's a male actor that's similar? Oh, um, that, oh fuck. Do you want the name? Yes, please. James Stewart. That's what I, was, I was picture him in all the movies we watch, and I'm like, I know what his face looks like, but it doesn't help because they all look the same. They do. They're very much that, like, just early, early movies. Middle-aged white guys. I'm, I'm, I'm a guy. I got I got some slick back hair. You've got and, the same hair, the same and suit. I'm kind of grumpy. Yeah, and kind of a sexual predator. <laughs> um, so yeah, Reed originally wanted James Stewart, but producer David O'Selznick insisted on Cotton. Yeah, us. Um, so we also have Alita Valley as Anna Schmidt, who also stars in Hitchcock's The Paradine Case, which is another film noir only two years earlier. Haven't seen it. No, I hadn't either. But I figured it's Hitchcock. It's got Did to be kind of famous. Did you see that footage from that Australian town with that was like invaded by like tens of thousands of birds on that street? Is this oh. recent? Yeah, like the other day. No? The no. whole like street, like the road, the cars, the houses, the telegraph cars. We're just covered in like galahs or whatever they were. Oh, and then it was like, it's something out of a Hitchcock film. I'm like, no, it's something out of No, it's one, out of a very specific one, Not a Hitchcock, Hitchcock film. film. It's like, it's like, that's not a generalised term. It's just <laughs> one very specific Hitchcock film called The Birds. <laughs> like, it's time for the but second it was, Emu War. Honestly, it was fucking terrifying to look at. There was like thousands. I'll show you after, but there's thousands of birds fucking in hell. this street. And I'm like, nah. The only thing I ever see of like thousands of animals in an Australian thing is spiders every time. <laughs> um, Fucking hate spiders. So we also have Orson Welles as Harry Lyme, who, as we know, uh, co-wrote, produced, directed and starred in Citizen Kane and various other productions. Bloody Orson Welles. And Trevor Howard as Major Calloway. And I'm sorry, Trevor Howard, I did not have any other notes on anything you did. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, sorry, bro. Sorry, Trev. <laughs> Um, this film won Best Cinematography at the Academy Awards and was nominated mm. for Best Director and Best Film Editing. Uh, so now the score of this film was written... Oh, and Jacob's going to... Didn't work. ...give you a little segment. Mm. 
Don't torture them. <laughs> All right. Now, imagine that on loop every for an scene. hour and fucking 40 minutes. <laughs> it's in every I, fucking scene. I was like, uh, I had this on while I was like editing and I was like, I was, I was like vibing to it. And I was going, <laughs> clicking away. And I looked and I was like, fuck me, it's been half an hour. What the hell? <laughs> Jesus. It got to a point and I was like, I'm fucking done with this music, man. <laughs> it just kept going. I just like, like early on, it was like, oh, his friend's dead and he's at a funeral. Oh, it's I've, it's very like, I feel like this it, like SpongeBob theme was adapted from this. Mm. It's got that sort of vibe. Well, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny to see your different reactions like Nick was vibing to it and you were really... I was no, kind of sick of it as well. At the start, I was like, oh, no, like yeah. The, yeah. And like, then by the end of the meme, I was like, please make it fucking stop. Um, <laughs> and also, I, I, I watched a review for this after. Yeah. And, and they, they used were, it? Were, they were using... They were playing this like oh, whole fucking bomb. I was like, no. oh boy, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's terrible. Well, the instrument that you hear is that is called the zither. It looks like that. Oh, what um, the fuck? It's yeah. It's a very strange hybrid of a guitar and a harp, I suppose. A guitar and a plank of wood. And a plank of wood. There's just no neck. Mm. It's just a square guitar. <laughs> I hate it. Um, but yeah, it was so. The score was written and performed by Anton Karas using only the zither. Uh, the title music then topped the international music charts in 1950. I'm sorry. The, <laughs> I can't imagine I'm that. Sorry? that that's, that music topping international music charts. I'm so, not okay with this. But um, bring, it brought the relatively unknown Karras international fame who um, eventually went on to open a nightclub called The Third Man in Vienna just, <laughs> just based on the fact that he was famous for this music. Um. So, in Jacob, are you looking something up about it? No. Oh, fair enough. I'm, I'm, re- I'm getting something for later on. Ah, please. Um, so, in 1999, the British Film Institute voted The Third Man the greatest British film of all time, uh, head of Brief Encounter and Lawrence of Arabia. A 2011 poll from Time Out magazine placed it second behind Don't Look Now, which I've never heard of. Um, and so... Graham Greene wrote the screenplay, but he originally wrote it as a novella first to work out the atmosphere and mood of the story. Uh, however, in the novella, it's all written from the um, perspective of Major Calloway, so Correct. it's a little different. Did you say it topped the charts in 1950? Apparently. I'm just looking at songs I, from 1950, and it's just like... Don't question my sources. Blue suede <laughs> shoes. No, oh, that's a 56. That's fine. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> that's late. Okay. That, my source for that is Wikipedia. So uh, I don't know how how reliable it is. Good night, Irene. Third man theme, number three for the year. Hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's one of my favorite facts about this whole thing. Is that's that, that's that score. Mind blowing. <laughs> you keep going. I'm going to try and find more about it. No, what well, Goodnight Irene sounds like, okay. and then I'm going to play it. Sure. Um, 
Uh, the other main difference between the novella and the film is that at the end of it, um, the novella ends with a positive relationship forming between Anna and Martins compared to the end of the film where Martins is uh, fiercely rejected. Uh, this formed an argument on set between Green and the director, Reed, who thought it was an artificially happy note and wasn't uh, deserved. Um, but Green has said that time proved Reed's ending was the better one for them not to be happy and together at the end. I got it. Yeah. All right, let's hear this. I'm going to get an ad first. Let's, let's, let's not. Let's make, not I'll, I'll, let's, read, I'll read one more yeah. note and then we'll listen. Um, so there was speculation that Wells was the de facto director rather than Reed on this um, in terms of his influence. Wells himself fueled this theory in 1958 interview uh, talking about his importance in the, in the making of The Third Man, but then almost a decade later in 1967 he quashed these theories and said Reed was like entirely... The, the driving force behind everything. All right, Are we ready hear. for Goodnight Irene by Lead Belly? Number one year ending, like chart year 1950? ending 1950. I'm ready. Oh, I can see the similarities. Yeah, so that that was number one. I mean, it's it's similarly really? like strummy yep. kind of. Sounds like a drunk guy. Like, <laughs> to be fair, it was released in 1943. So it was number one later. in 1950. Wow! Yeah, slow burning, baby. Yeah, slow burning. Yeah, <laughs> You're not surprised, Nick? I am surprised. I, I don't know. Like, music was still good back then. I don't know. That, that song just didn't capture me. No, me neither. Okay, I'm glad I'm not wrong. <laughs> I thought I was going to get people being like, oh, my God, this sounds fucking sick. <laughs> well, they, they thought so in 1950, apparently. But. Oh. Um, so six weeks of shooting was done on site for this film in Vienna. Uh, the rest was done in two different studios in London. Uh, apparently, Wells annoyed everyone on set and the, um, the sewer scenes that involved him were moved to the UK studios due to his complaints about shooting in the actual sewers. So apparently, of did you see that? Did you make it to the sewer scenes, Nick? Yes. Oh, well done. Um, sorry, sorry. back on the selling back, me out there. Back, back on the music thing. Yeah. Third, sorry, third man hit number one on April 29th, nineteen fifty. Okay. Just like and then yeah, that song took over on nineteen. Took yeah. over the world's hearts. Just but then like you go th- forward like what a couple like two three years. And it does such a dramatic change. <laughs> like it's not even funny. It's like you go, what, five years ahead and it's just Elvis. Like so yeah, much Elvis. A, and it's a, like that's a such a, a different like, you know, like hound dog and stuff. And it's like that's such a different tone Style, in yeah, five years. <laughs> I mean, I suppose I reckon you could look at things now and like five years apart that would be... Very stylistically different. Yeah, I get, but I mean, like that is yeah, a huge that is an change. outlier for sure. It's from f- country folk to rock and roll. <laughs> I suppose rock and roll was born, baby. Anyway, carrying on, James. Yeah. Um. So Wells's line at the bottom of the Ferris wheel uh, was improvised, as the apparently the timing required another sentence there, um, and it also became one of the most famous lines from the film, where he talks about um. 
in Italy for 30 years under the Borgias. They had warfare, terror and, um, and murder, but they produced Michelangelo, Da Vinci and the Renaissance. In Switzerland, they had brotherly love. They had 500 years of democracy and peace. And what did that produce? The cuckoo clock. It's also probably my one of my favourite parts of the movie, but I will talk about that later. Um, the film was very well received in the UK and the US, but in Austria, critics were underwhelmed. Uh, William Cook summed it up as, in Britain, it's a thriller about friendship and betrayal. In Vienna, it's a tragedy about Austria's troubled relationship with its past. Because Also, I had no idea that, like Vienna, like there was other cities like Berlin where they were split into quarters. Mm. I, I don't yeah, know. I, I just assumed I probably just heard that at some point, but yeah, yeah it's just sort of like mm. I suppose. Yeah, well, they were they were like yeah in in the Axis as well, so it happened to their capital city as well. I yeah. suppose it makes sense, but Bastards. did not consider it. Um, so if we're happy to move on to the main plot of the. I, your leaderness, you take us wherever you All want right. us to go. All right, you boys jump in whenever you you. <laughs> My seatbelt is on. <laughs> I am prepared. Excellent. Oh, do you not have any more facts about the production? Uh, the production. No, I have a couple of facts for after the plot. Um, Easy. Facts, sad facts, but yeah, they're also just facts. They're ones that are better said after we've explained yes. what's happened in the movie. Context. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jack. You're welcome. <laughs> we just do the rest of the podcast. No, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> God. Um, so we, no, we should just whisper for a while so everyone turns their speakers up and then suddenly talk <laughs> yeah. really loud. Yeah, or just adjust these dials. That'll go over really well. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could we could get some complaints. We could get some <laughs> audience engagement. I have audience engagement for later on. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'll oh look forward to really? it. Really? Yeah, I do. Is it? James' girlfriend? Oh. No. Is it my dad? <laughs> Me getting abused. Excellent. By someone we know? Yeah. Oh. All right. I look forward to Cut it. Cut that out. Is it Cat? Stranger. <laughs> no. Um, so, Holly Martins, an American author of Westerns, arrives in post-World War II Vienna, which, as I said, is divided into quarters amongst the Allies. So there's the American, French, UK, and Soviet sections. Uh, his friend Harry Lyme offers, has offered him a job there and paid his airfare. But as he gets to the city, he discovers that Lyme was hit by a car and killed just a few days prior. Uh, at Lyme's funeral, Martins meets two British police, Sergeant Payne, who is a fan of Martin's books, and Major Calloway, as well as Lyme's girlfriend, Anna Schmidt. Uh, Martins catches a taxi back to his hotel with Major Calloway, who, after Martins has a few drinks in the bar, tells him they believe Lyme was involved in an illegal racket. Martins then attempts to punch Calloway. Always a good move, trying to punch a cop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> punch him. Um, but then Martins returns to his hotel and meets uh, Mr. Crabben, a man who hosts a book club who offers to pay him to stay longer in the city in order to speak at their book club meeting. Uh, he then, fuck, I forget how many characters he meets like in, in the first five minutes of this movie. <laughs> this is just a whole bunch of names, so sorry for people that haven't seen it. Uh, he also meets Baron Kurtz, a friend of Lyme's who was there when he died. Uh, Kurtz claims he and another man carried Lyme off the street. Martins then goes to the theatre to talk to Lyme's girlfriend, Anna Schmidt, who also believes his death may not have been an accident. He becomes further convinced when the porter of Lyme's apartment building, which I had to look up what that was, that's like someone who carries your bags. Yes. Um, God, that'd be good at your house, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be handy. <laughs> Would you mind carrying in the groceries and putting them in the fridge? 
And then just keep your eye out in case anyone gets murdered on my street. Yes. Uh, so the porter says there were um, that he saw from the window there were three men who carried the body, not two. Uh, when Martins and Anna return to her apartment, um, they find police searching searching it and they discover her passport is forged. She's Czechoslovakian and should therefore be living in the Soviet quarter. Sick. <laughs> she, she's, she's hiding in the wrong spot. Yep. She doesn't want none of that, none of that a, Soviet life. She just wants a new party spot, you know. Sick as the pub she's got, she wants a new one. i got to imagine the, uh, the UK quarter is a bit more popping than the, than the Soviet one. Yeah. I have nothing to base that off. But I feel like the Soviet one might have like heavier drinks and some sick sick uh, bass going on. Yeah, I also feel like it'd be stricter and scarier, probably. <laughs> so I don't know. But also, do you notice how some people in this are dressed like Nazis? Yeah, yeah, they're very Real weird. Some of the the police outfits are very yeah, Nazi-ish. Like, why? Aren't they? I'm like, we're post-war, right? Immediately post-war. Like, why are you all dressed like Nazis? <laughs> I don't understand. It's like your helmets and everything. What's happening? You're not Russian. Yeah, I, I thought you're not English. You're not French. Why are you dressed like a Nazi? <laughs> Germany doesn't really exist at the moment. What's happening? Well, some of the UK ones too were like some yeah. of the most Nazi-ish. It was really weird. Um. So Martin's then meets uh, Lime's doctor, Doctor Winkle, who uh, claim I, I enjoy every time he's like. Winkle, Winkle, Winkle. Yeah. <laughs> um, who claims once again that only two men were there. But he then sees the porter again who offers him some more information about it. But before he can meet him, uh, the porter is killed by an unknown assailant. Maybe. Kind of. Um, who knows? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> for a movie that's... 72 years years old. (laughs) Uh, So a crowd gathers. (laughs) And um, when Martin's arrived, he's recognised for having an argument with the porter and the crowd believes that he is the one that killed the porter. (laughs) Say that every time something sus happens. Uh, Martin's flees and returns to his hotel um, and immediately gets in a cab which uh, takes him to his... uh, the, his promised book club where he makes a very poor speech. <laughs> Not the third man. <laughs> very disappointed. <laughs> very disappointed. <laughs> just like work it out. He's got no idea what he's talking uh, about. Too good. Um, Popesco then enters, who is the second man. <laughs> I was going to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, who asks about Martin's next book, who says it will be, it will be called The, the Third, third Man. <laughs> I loved that so much. Uh, who says it was a murder a murder story inspired by facts. Just that whole confrontation between those two. And he's just like, yes, I write very quickly. And it's just like, I'm onto you, you fucking shit. Like yeah. is 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 very tense. Uh Popesco then tells Martin that he should stick to fiction. Pretty pretty solid burn there. Um Martin's then notice uh notices his two thugs advancing towards him, so he flees on foot through the ruins of the bombed out city and manages to escape. I feel like that was just a cool they, they saw a whole bunch of really ruined buildings and they really wanted to show them off. And then had the cockatoo or parrot bite him for no reason. Like I I didn't I didn't understand why they did that, but they did. Um 
So Callaway again advises Martins to uh, to leave the city and offers to buy him. I love that everyone just keeps offering to pay for his shit. Like, here, have a hotel room to speak at our book club. Here, have three different plane tickets to he's get the fuck out of here. He's a famous man. <laughs> but, like, he's famous, but also he came to the other side of the world because he wanted a job. So, like, I don't know. He can't be that famous. Um, James, we're podcasters. You've got to get on board with <laughs> I get, don't you get free shit? I get free shit. Getting free oh, shit. yeah, yeah. You get man. free shit everywhere I go. People on the streets of Newcastle just constantly approach me and give me free yeah. shit. Yeah. See that gold class that I got through an apple at me the other day. I, free apple. <laughs> <laughs> you, got a, you got a free replacement watch coming? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry okay. For everyone listening sorry, at home, me, I dropped my Apple everyone. Watch. Nick broke his Apple Watch and he's very sad, but he's also flexing. He's like, huh, That's don't so even worse. care. Let's get a new one because I'm a man now. Because <laughs> I'm a man now. Never said my, I was a man my now. My big job. <laughs> my big boy pants on. Hot shot. Got my company car. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's it. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, I know. I'm a legend. <laughs> Fuck you. We need Cat to de-escalate yeah, this I know. situation. <laughs> Sorry, Cat. When you, if you're listening to this later on. Do you think she will? No. Definitely not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Guys, should we kill Cat? No. (laughs) Only Nick. (laughs) Sorry. Um, It's just a running joke now. We've got to stick to it. Mm, Every time you're not here, we talk about your murder. I know. I I, (laughs) I I listen to see if you talk about me. And we just talk about your murder every time. There you go. Because you're not there. So it's like, oh, he'll really appreciate us talking about you getting murdered again. Sorry. (laughs) James Carroll, Um, please. Anyway. (laughs) Calloway reveals that Lime's racket was stealing penicillin from the military hospital since, you know, post-war they don't have a lot of drugs to go around. Uh, He would then dilute it, it, selling it black on the, selling it back on the black market. Excuse me. Not uh, black on the back. Okay. <laughs> uh, injuring or killing many. Uh, yes. Martins, once convinced, uh, agrees to leave. He visits Anna again um, and learns that she's also found out that uh, Lime is not a great dude. Uh, leaving her apartment, however, he notices someone um, hiding and watching from a darkened doorway uh, with um, Anna's cat um, just meowing at him. I just want to say also that both the cat and the dog in this movie are just adorable. I love them, even though they're like actor animals. Um, Animal actors? Yes. Yes, that's the correct term. Excuse me. Um, Professional feline and... Canine. That's the word. (laughs) (laughs) All I could think of was bitch. (laughs) Um, So we then see a shaft of light revealing... Dun dun dun! The person is none other than Lime, played you by you mean Orson Welles. Orson Welles, yes. When yeah. he popped up on the screen, I was like, "Hey, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> You're meant to be in Citizen Kane. Get, Get back out there. of here, boy! <laughs> Get out of here!" Uh, Lime chases after him and calls out for him. Sorry, Martin's calls chases Lime and calls out for him, but he vanishes. Uh, Martin's uh, tells Calloway that Lime is alive, who doesn't believe him, but then. Finds the sewer entrance and be- and believes that he was hiding down there. And I will so no, you finish that sentence. I, and I will have a fun fact about that later. Go on. Do you want to know a fun um, Citizen Kane fact? Yes. It is no longer the highest rated movie. On oh, I heard about this. How funny is that? What is? <laughs> and 
Well, technically now it's, it's Paddington 2. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Paddington 2. <laughs> right, rightfully so. I fucking love Paddington 2. So Paddington 2, Paddington. well, there, there's a lot of things that are rated 100%, but Paddington 2 is number one because it has the most... Ratings? Well, the most number of reviews. Right. Which gives it the highest, like, percentage of yeah, okay. positive, like, obviously. What were you going to say so was number one, though? Because Paddington 2 is number one, yeah. but it was Citizen Kane <laughs> until <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes submitted a... Um, review from 80, not 80 years ago, I don't know, 70 years ago, something from like the Times, and it was just like <laughs> a negative review when it just ruined it. <laughs> it's like, oh no, so now it's like 99% or something. They reviewed Paddington 2 80 years ago? Whoa. <laughs> I bet someone's going to come out now and like make a review. Review Paddington bomb fucking two Paddington 2. Like, like, obviously, they can't because it's actual reviewers, got to be like an actual publication, but some fuckwit will be like, um, actually, Paddington's like, like a I fucking bear. And Paddington's like, racist. That's, and that's yeah. stupid. Yeah. No. <laughs> I like the first one better. <laughs> I actually like the second one better than the first one. That's, that's the I common think I've seen yeah. it, isn't it? Really? I haven't seen either. Yeah. They're so. both really good, but the second one's just a wild, fun family adventure. Mm. And I would definitely watch it again. <laughs> I, I, I need to watch. I'll put it on my list. We'll just do an episode on it. Yeah. Sounds one good. day. Sure. Bonus episode. Or just after <laughs> in like 10 episodes when we finish the fucking list. Yeah, we're getting close. <laughs> um, so, Martin's, uh, yeah, so the British police um, then um, open Lime's coffin and discover that the body is that of um, an orderly who stole the penicillin for Lime. Mm, um, rough. Anna is about to be ordered to the Soviet quarter and uh, Calloway questions her once again to let her get out of it, but she uh, refuses to believe Lime is... Anything but the man that she loved. Uh, so the next day, Muttons meets uh, Lime and they ride the Ferris wheel, which, as I was saying, is probably my one of my probably my favorite scene from the movie. Also, I, I just realized this even has the inf- the name of the Ferris wheel, the Wiener Reason Rad. <laughs> Sorry, it's not even that funny. It just it's just fu- you know what I mean. It just, it just says Wiener. Um, but then like it just carries on and just. <laughs> Uh, so Lime uh, threatens Martins, uh, threatens to, well, loosely threatens to push him out of the, the wheel at the top, which would kind of be a bad, like, way to try and murder someone because it's hard to get away from that when you're in a Ferris wheel. And, like, everyone kind of sees where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they fell out of that one because two guys, that guy got in with that guy and he's up there with the doors open <laughs> looking down at us really suspiciously like, whoops. Um, yeah, Lime reveals uh, his ruthlessness that he he doesn't he doesn't care if people die because he's making so much bank, uh, and once again offers uh, Martin's Funk. to work with him if he wants because he's the only one he can trust. He's making that cheese. <laughs> uh, interesting that he still trusts Martin's, even though you know he's informing on him to the police. Um, so Martin Martin's then talks to Calloway again. And uh, agrees to help on. <laughs> what are we looking? At? Don't. Want, I'll take slight after. Okay, sorry. Uh, just a, a gnome. No. <laughs> Steve Gnome's adventures just followed me on his Instagram. <laughs> right. <laughs> Long story. Sounds like a pervert. <laughs> um, Martin's agrees to help the police on the condition that um, Anna gets safe travel out of Vienna. Um, Listening to keep, our podcast. Someone's listening keep, to our podcast keep, while we're keep, recording keep talking, our podcast. Okay, oh my god, they've hacked the feed. <laughs> uh, so she learnt. Um, however, Anna learns of the plan and doesn't want any part of it. So 
Martins once again decides to leave on the fucking fourth like plane ticket they've bought him. But um, Calloway stops him at a hospital to show um, him a number of children that um, are crippled or dying because of Lyme's diluted penicillin. And Martin and gets to pulls on Martin's heartstrings, and he decides decides to stay and help him capture him. So in the in well, in the final scene before the big sewers finale, um, Lime arrives um, at a at a cafe to rendezvous with Martins, uh, but the police are, are there as well, uh, and then he flees to the sewer tunnels for what feels like a very long. Oh my god! Chase. It goes forever, <laughs> like. I think it was a cool, like, both cool location yeah, and cool set. It was a good, like, finale for a film. But it was stretched out, wasn't it? But it, it just went, f- and it was the same, like, four sets, just at different angles. Yeah, it was like, again and again. Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Catch the bloke or get away. One or the other, please. <laughs> Quicker now. But yeah, uh, so the police arrive. Um, oh, li- don't they? Yeah, lots of them. Um, Lime shoot and kills Payne, the, the nice cop that liked Martin's book. Um but Calloway shoots um, and wounds Lime. Uh, Lime tries to climb out of the ladder. He finally finds one that's not covered in police, but he can't lift the grate. I love the bit where he goes up that staircase. This is the fucking dog's face. <laughs> when he opens the thing, it's like, oh, nope, sorry, I'm not here. My mistake. And just goes back down. <laughs> Woof, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just a shot. It's just like, and his eyes like, Oh fuck, dog! Bye. Bye. <laughs> you never saw me. And it's like retreats back down, backwards down the stairs. Have a schmacko, buddy. Yeah. So don't tell him anything about this. <laughs> and the police officer, like the cops, like oh, and then just stands there, and it's like, what do you mean? It's obviously him. Do something. <laughs> Let go of the lead. The dog's on. Let an idiot face off, <laughs> please. You got him for a reason, right? Um, I also like at the end when he's slowly climbing out up the staircase trying to get out. It's like, even if you get out, you're bleeding out now, sure. Yeah, like, and there's you can't cops stand. everywhere. Yeah, well, you're going to get out of the ground. He's going to crawl across the park. Like, like this, yeah. What's your end game here, man? I suppose you just don't want to die in the sewer. That's fair. However, he can't open the grate and uh, Martins then uh, kills Lime using Payne's revolver. Uh, yeah. Later, Martins attends Lime's second funeral and... Um, and at the risk of missing his only fifth fucking flight the police have brought him out of Vienna, he waits on the street to speak with Anna. But in a very long shot of the of the street, she walks all the way up to and right past him. Bitch. No interest. And that is the plot. Bum, bum, bum. Um, did you have a note you wanted to say after? No, you said it during. Yeah, I said yeah. it. Well, uh, would you like some fun facts with some context? Is there sad yes. facts and also just facts? Or just um, fun facts? So there's fun facts, just facts. There's not really any sad facts. I'm sorry. That's oh. okay. Sometimes sad facts are sad. I have a pretty sad one. Oh, do, do you? you? Yeah, the director got hooked on speed when making this. Oh. <laughs> James. He was was that in your like fun 20, facts he was section? 20 hour it, days to get this made. It was in my fun facts. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> He had that. He had a. He had the director's that's, drug addiction. That's not fun. That's, that's a terrible. very sad fact. What the fuck, James? He kicked it. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry, that's boys. That's a I sad just fact. Dr- I just think drugs are fun. Watch it again. Does not contain any use of illicit drugs or subscription behavior that is abused. Authorized by Australian government camera. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, In my so opinion, essentially, with. Um, 
I think it was four different um, units shooting in Vienna at once. Um, the director was getting about two hours of sleep a night. Um, so it's about two fucking kilos of speed too, by the sounds of it. Yeah, he uh, he used uh, some some. I didn't realize it was speed. Um, <laughs> it, it, well, on the thing I read, it said Ben Zero, whatever the official. Nick, do you want to clarify what speed is for anyone that doesn't understand what this like? Non- I don't know what speed is. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Anyway. Um, I don't know. Isn't that like, I? It's a powder, I assume. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I thought it was a li- like a it, legal drug that he just over like over abused. No, um, oh, back then you probably could get speed oh, yeah, prescribed to you, so. but um, yeah, I don't know. I um, well, uh, what I read was he became dependent on speed. Yes. So it's very possible that it's prescribed. Um, yeah. I I I believe in I, Australia there probably are some forms of speed that are legal, but as far as I know here. Like it's, it's you're looking illegal. up stuff about speed addiction. I think no, I just, I just want, I just want. I'm pretty sure they put. Do you know like what speed is? Shit. Speed's what? fucking meth, man. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I don't think he was on meth. I, I, I don't. I, I, I think speed is like an amphetamine. Yeah. So it's not meth. Yeah. Well, like, I, like Ritalin's a. I'm pretty sure Ritalin's like a low dose yeah. of speed. Ice, ice and speed are both different forms of a drug called methamphetamine. Okay. Just if that helps. Oh. I'll, I'll look up in a second yeah. what drug he was on just to make sure we're not s- slandering. Do you want to find out today? As long as you say, in my opinion, you can't get done for defamation. <laughs> in my opinion, he was hooked on speed. Yeah. I sure that was a fact, but whatever. But in my opinion, you know, and the, the, you say whatever you want. They say, in my opinion, and then... Yeah, come on. Def- come on say, some, say something fucked. <laughs> no, I was thinking about saying the thing from the video I watched today. And I was like, hmm, do I want to go to court with John Barilaro? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also saw that. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm John Barilaro is a big, fat, stupid idiot, in my opinion. <laughs> there, I did it. I can't, I can't find the thing about what John is fine. On. I think it was, I, I read speed, so okay. you should we'll, just we'll believe go with me because I'm always right. I believe you, Nick. You've Thanks. never been wrong. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> cracking out on meth. Okay, so some a more a more fun fact. Uh, that was the, definitely a sad fact. I'm sorry. Um, the, so the Vienna Police Department has a special unit solely to patrol their intricate sewer system. Um, yep. Uh, as criminals did hide themselves it's or, a fucking big sewer system. or stolen or illegal property there. Put a fucking tank down there, man. And many of the... So you know how we had a heap of police officers in that last scene? Mm-hmm. Many of them are, were off-duty members of that police unit. They're actual policemen, not actors. Checks out. But yeah, just because they knew sewers and knew what they were doing down there. Just like that time where the New Zealand Army Reserve just dressed up but as soldiers for the, the Rings. <laughs> and they actually fucking smashing each other. I love that. I love that so much. They broke so many prop swords <laughs> on, on each other. That'd be so much fun. I mean, best. except for the guys that got injured, no, which was a few it. of them. Yeah, some of them got really fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Martin Scorsese wrote a, f- um, a major thesis about uh, the third man. You're going to say Scorsese. a major fanfic. I was like, fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> no, but he wrote uh, one of his theses on um, this movie. Uh, he apparently got a B plus and his tutor said that the movie was just a thriller and that he was going into depth about it. On a movie that now is one well, of the most appreciated of all time. Look at us, eighty-two years later, having a <laughs> chat about it. Seventy-two. Yeah, seventy-two. Yeah. Um, so the frequent use of Dutch angles, in which noted features of the film, um, earned Reed a gift from his crew at the end of the filming. They got him a spirit level. 
<laughs> Got him. Which one's the laugh Got one? <laughs> oh, I bet they weren't laughing when Thor came. There we go. That's the one. <laughs> um, Sorry. My last. I suppose you could think of this as a sad fact, depending on how much you care about Orson Welles' financial oh, here we situation. Go. It's going to be something horrible. Orson no, Welles' financial situation. Really it's James going to be like, "What? I thought it was. I thought it was funny." <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you guys are sad about this, then you could go on. Just how how rich did Orson Welles slash poor did Orson Welles get from this? I don't know, but oh. Welles was offered either a flat salary or a percentage of the profits. He chose the salary, which was a big mistake. He would have made a lot more money if he'd chosen the profits because it was very successful. No, that's funny. That's not a sad fact. That's just dumb yeah, for I, him. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky. But yeah, that is my report on the third man. Nick. Good stuff. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> James, would yeah, you watch man. it again? <laughs> um, He's going to say I'm, no. I'm in, the, I'm in the camp of cat where only if someone really wanted to watch it with me. Even then, I would still say no. Mm. Um, I liked the the tail end of it. I liked a lot more than the first hour. Um, essentially, when Orson once Orson Welles appears, I think it gets better. Um, like I think his character's really like really good as a villain, and just doesn't. It feels like a lot of these early movies, like a lot of the lines, especially from the lead male actors, are very like they're. They're done, they're done in the exact same tone, like that same like yeah. macho kind of thing and very still. And I felt like his is cl- much closer to a lot more modern acting, I think, compared to most of them. So I enjoyed yeah. him in it. But no, the movie itself did not... The fir- Yeah, the first hour especially didn't interest me that much. Although I also thought it was weird this movie... This is this. <laughs> just imagine, just everyone at home, imagine this. For an hour and 40 minutes on repeat. Just think about that. This is torture. Do you want that? Unless you're a 1950s patron of music. Yeah. You fucking love this shit. Do you want to listen to this for an hour and 40 minutes on repeat like we did? We went through this. Sorry, that, that, that's my... Yeah, that... Okay. Um, just the last thing I wanted to say about it was um, I found like... The storytelling, especially like early on in this movie, was very, it was very direct. It was like, this is what has happened. Like it was real like kind of force and obvious, which was helpful to pick up the plot quickly because I'm I'm a dumbass. But um, (laughs) (laughs) he said it, not we. We never said that. But um, I think would detract from rewatchability for for me. I I don't find a lot of it too thrilling and interesting. It's just kind of. Compared to some of the old ones we've watched recently, this was really boring. Like it just wasn't. Yeah. I genuinely found myself like, "Oh God, it's still got fifty minutes." No, it's, no, it's been it's, five minutes. It's Fuck. only an hour forty, which is short <laughs> yeah, for this list. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, what do you think? Nick, yeah, no, I wouldn't watch this again. It's yeah, yeah it's just yeah, like what feel, you said. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just just not enough to work for me to be no. like, yeah. I feel like... I think also I peaked a couple of weeks ago when we watched North by Northwest. Obviously, they're so different and they're years yeah. apart, but like... That was good. Like, that was a good film. I, from that, like, golden era, and yeah. I feel like that's kind of the peak of it. So, I yeah. feel like 
for the rest of this show, I'm just going to be like, oh, this, be se- a big downer. This, this season, well, all we're doing all the old shit. I'm just going to be like, yeah, but all those it Italian, North and North Swedish, and Japanese films. Don't the Japanese ones. Up. They're going to be the long ones. There's two of them. Oh, God. One of them's like five, seven. 10 million hours long. Oh, fuck you. I'm not watching it. But you were going to say five out. No, they're they're below four, right? I fucking hope so. So I think they're both three. More than three, though. We're going to move on. We're not going to do our next segment yet because we're going to do listener engagement time. Oh, three seconds. By a stranger. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So, first thing. Last week, you spoke about how you were watching something that had a dead dog in it. A stuffed dead dog. Mm. You can figure out what it was from. <laughs> yes. Did someone tell you what it was yeah, from? Yeah, so someone has written in and said that earlier in the episode you said you were watching Scrubs and that the stuffed dead dog is in Scrubs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, we said that, didn't we? No, you couldn't figure out what it was. We must have said it when we were off air because I, I think I yeah. said it later. I was like, I think that's Scrubs. So stuffed dead dog is in Scrubs. I'm pretty sure at the start of the episode he said that we watched Scrubs a couple of days before the movie. Mm. And also, like, it's the whole movie is Zach Braff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is the face of Scrubs. There you go. <laughs> That's so funny. Thank you for and that. And then also, <laughs> I've been corrected mm-hmm. because I said that I live near a graveyard. But technically, I live near a cemetery because a graveyard's attached to a church and a cemetery is not. And there's no church there. Someone, the same person. So <laughs> just diss you. Yeah. Living, so it's your mum, I assume? No. I, whoever this member. is. It's not a family a friend, member. Friend of yours? Yes. Whoever this is, I, I love you. Please write in more <laughs> diss Jacob whenever you can. Or me. I, I'll take it. It's and hilarious. Also, I thought I'd watched Garden State, but now I'm sure. I thought I'd watched Garden State, but now I'm sure I didn't. Listening to the whole pod, I still have little idea what it's about. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> so thank yeah, so you, well, Matthew. <laughs> it's Garden State. What like it's kind of it's hard to describe what it's about. Like it's a love story, but it's like about depression. Mm. But like it's also just a bit weird. Yes, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else. Oh, that was we just that. But move on to we can move on to what we've been watching and what we're excited for. But up, but up, So, yesterday was it yesterday? Did this happen yesterday? Was it the day before? I saw it this morning. Okay, so so at some point in the last twenty-four to thirty-six, just forty-eight hours, mm. Marvel Studios released a video. Mm-hmm. And this video had. You know, it was very, it was really good. Just in like celebrating the movies that have come before and then it goes into some footage of the movies that are to come like Black Widow and Eternals and Shang-Chi and it's really cool. And then it just goes through a massive amount of like movie titles and the dates they're coming out. It's basically, it was a way for them to pick up all the release dates because like I, I, I've got yeah. a video on a hard drive that yeah. I, I, I was meant to put out months ago of us going through all the release dates for yeah. this year for the Marvel movies at least. And they're, they're all just fucked now. So, as it currently <laughs> but stands... this is locking in everything. So, so as it currently it, stands they at this exact moment... Well, they, they do all the time. No. But with the current <laughs> COVID... No! Whoa, do not break the glass <laughs> table. <laughs> We're not at Cat's house anymore. It's not a hardwood table. It's glass. Um, 
So as it got, currently stands... I got this table for free, so if you break it, it's no real loss. Yeah, but that, I didn't get this for free. <laughs> ah, true. <laughs> Everything that's sitting on the table. So Black Widow, 9th of July this year. Shang-Chi, 3rd of September this year. Eternals, 5th of November. Do we talk about that trailer for Shang-Chi? We have not. Looks good. Looks good. Looks real yeah. good. Kung yeah. Fu looks great. Eternals like Avengers, but they live longer. They're eternal. I don't know. They're an ancient yeah, race of eternal oh, it's beings. Not, okay, yeah. it's not a group. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, like no a, it is a group. It is a group oh, of a species. Yeah. Of a species. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, so Eternals, 5th November this year. Spider-Man, 17th of December this year. No Way Home. I think. I don't think yeah, it, had no a, way home. it didn't have a yeah, it title did. when we talked about it last. Oh, yeah, if there was like multiple titles yeah. that were floating yeah, around. Yeah, so it's No Way Home. Is that Spider-Man's thing? They have home in everyone? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, this, yeah, Shang Chi is the legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, also, um, Alfred Molina just flat out said he's in yeah, he No did. Way Home. Uh, Alfred Molina played Doc Ock in the Tobey Maguire movie. Oh. He, so he full yes. flat out just came pu- out publicly and said, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm in, in it, <laughs> and yeah, I'm playing Doc Ock, and yeah, my story p- picks up from where I went into the river in the end of Spider Man Two, and everyone's just like, sorry, what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> is going on?'" And then straight after Spider Man, we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So I feel like they're going to tie into each other pretty heavily. I don't know like, because Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness is directed by fucking Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah, true. So I feel like we're just going full. We've got like his Spider-Man characters in the movie, like before. After the shows we've gotten, like I'm, I don't know, we'll we'll have episodes on them yeah. eventually. But my expectations of crossover is getting lower and lower. Like just. Because I, I feel like the promises we've gotten so but far I feel about like these things I've heard tying in. and read that Benedict Cumberbatch is confirmed for Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. we also read and heard that fucking Ian McKellen was going to be in WandaVision, but... Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, then on the 6th of May next year, we have it's Thor, Love and Thunder. Is Ian McKellen going to be in WandaVision? Magneto. He's fucking Magneto, father. man. Yeah, but... He's her father. Ah, Magneto yes. in the comics. Magneto is Wanda's father. I know Marvel guys. <laughs> and then we got a um, title for Black Panther two, which comes out on July eighth next year, which is Wakanda Forever. I wonder what they're gonna do there. Supposedly, um, what's his name? Mbaka. Um, no, Michael B. Jordan supposedly confirmed oh. to be returning. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Um, November eleventh, two thousand and. 22 is The Marvels, mm. which is the Captain Marvel sequel. Well, because, well, if <laughs> they have to do something about everyone hating Brie Larson. They can't give her own movie but, again. Well, like, I mean, they will, but also like we had Monica Rambo. Was it Monica Rambo's daughter or is that her name in WandaVision? No, yeah, it was Monica. Yeah. That like has powers as like she's Photon. Yeah, like, and they're doing Miss Marvel this year too. Yeah, they're doing yeah, so. the Miss Marvel TV shows. So there's already three of them. So this movie's obviously like there's already three there. Mm. So <laughs> Chick Team. That's what it is. Yeah. Chick Team. Yeah, Chick Team. Nice. I'm so um, surprised. Then on the 17th of February 2023, we get Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So that's going to be more just, that's going to be like some time shit right there. Kang the Conqueror, apparently. Well, supposedly he might be the villain in Loki. I'll come to that in a second. I think they only just cast him recently, though. So I don't and then think so. I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three on the fifth of May, twenty twenty three. 
Yeah, so for Loki, he's like the thing I like the synopsis, most recent synopsis I read because it comes out in like five weeks or whatever, four weeks, five weeks, start of June. Um, that he either risks getting erased from existence or has to help so he, destroy a bigger threat to time. So he, yeah, so he's the Loki. So he's a like he he doesn't belong in the timeline. So no. he's like his deal is help fix this bigger problem in or, like in order to not get erased from existence. Yes, I don't. I like. I, I don't think it's going to be Kang or anything massive. I think it's just going to be a kind of generic ish thing. I don't think. I think they're going to be whipping out any of the big guns. For I feel any like, of these shows yeah, they're more likely to feel like one of the smaller time traveling villains from like Fantastic, like other Fantastic Four Ant Man villains that we've had from mm. the comics. But also at the same time, they're leaning like with WandaVision and now Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They're just doing comic accurate shit. Like, just going, this is what they look like in the comics. This is what they look like now. It was like that fear where like. Some people never got put into the right, like they get like the right colors or something, but it was never quite. The, and the, not just in that's like, the X Men era. Yeah, but. and now it's just like, this is what the suit looks like in the comic. This is what it looks like exactly the same on a real person. Mm. For better or worse, I think. I think better for most part. Yeah, I can't think of one that's been a bad version of something. I didn't love the. Suit at the end? Yeah, the, I didn't love the Falcon's new suit at the end of... But it's Falcon. so know. accurate. There's too much white. The, the head looks weird. But it's I what thought. it looks like in the comics. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. I know. But like you <laughs> can... just done it. You, you can shake anyway, shit up. So, so, so much is coming out. Are you excited, James? I am so fucking oh my God, excited. He's, everyone... His legs are shaking. I can see every, it through the glass table. <laughs> everyone that <laughs> listens to this podcast knows I am the number one Marvel fan on this... on. Yeah. Damn right you are. <laughs> yeah. And I cannot wait for uh, the Marvels <laughs> and all the Marvels. Spider-Man, <laughs> it's my home. It's me, it's Spider-Man. the Italian. It's me, it's Spider-Man. It's my home. i got to defend it. It's New York, man. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. It's my home. It's Boston. Shut up. <laughs> Gone more New Jersey, but <laughs> um, should we move on to our other section then? Yeah, what have you been watching, cruising I, on this week, or exciting? I have still not watched a lot since the last time we talked. Um, it's been like I have five s- days, four days. I don't know what time is anymore. Me neither. Um, I have started watching, but not finished. Uh, Theory of Everything, good movie. Uh, which, yeah, sad. I'm. I don't, mind, I don't mind it so far. Like, I'm just getting into, like, it's just gotten yeah, okay. past the bit where it obviously gets You heavier. can spoil it. It's a real-life event. Yeah, I've gotten that past the bit where... That happened a long time ago. he gets his uh, diagnosis. Yeah, it's, that's really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm, looking for, I'm looking forward to the rest of the movie. Didn't he leave his wife for another woman? I don't know. Don't spoil it for the man. <laughs> I, even I mean, though it happened you in real life. You just said it's like, a real-life <laughs> event. <laughs> I was just like, even though it happened, like, 70 years ago, for real... <laughs> So um, what a prick! Yeah, <laughs> supposedly, In allegedly, he was a bit of a pest. Really? Ow! Use his little keyboard to Use his little say keyboard. dirty things to people, and he'd always like—is that a pest thing though? As if you wouldn't be like, "Oh, Stephen." <laughs> yeah, but also doing, like, mate? "Oh, Stephen." <laughs> as if that's not what—that's the only thing you'd do. <laughs> Boops! Like, hey, Stephen, <laughs> right? Fucking. <laughs> 
I just want one of those little keyboards just to have. Imagine writing a uni song with your eyes. I mean, you can just use the normal keyboards. Just and the finger effort. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. It's not sorry. the same. Imagine just looking at words. And do, 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 do. It's a really impressive technology for like it the time impressive. that mm. someone developed that for him to like. Anyway, good movie. Just um, for him to say, sorry, babe, I'm leaving you. <laughs> yeah, and go boobs, boobs, boobs all the time. <laughs> Um, oh no! What the fuck else have I been watching? <laughs> what the fuck uh, else? Did you hear that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! What else, what else have I been fucking watching? Um, I, I, I'm just I'm pa- I'm feeling passionate, Jacob, like you. Thank you. <laughs> and when I feel passionate, I swear more. Someone um, said to me the other day, I haven't had a proper rant on this show for a while, yeah. and then I realised I kind of haven't. Have you got one prepared for this week? No, I don't. Oh, I've got Jacob. nothing. Um, I, I feel like I've let you guys down lately. Yeah, that I haven't just should, lost my mind about something. Anything. What have you lost your mind about? It's been ages. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't remember. I think the last one, one was like Clockwork Orange. Yeah, and that just got we, it all we kind out. Of all lost oh, that, our that minds was there. a rant, though. That was just more sad. Like, yeah. Yeah. I hate that movie. Been listening to The Boxer Rebellion. The fuck's that? Uh, just an artist I found the other day. They're really good. Okay. Right. Music stuff. <laughs> Here's weird, yeah. obscure music references. Right. Anyway, Nick, what have you been watching? Um, I finished the first season of Invincible on the weekend. And. And obviously no spoilers, but I reckon we can. You care, James? I mean, I, I'm not I, for I, me. I'm here for like for anyone. No, but I don't care. I don't personally. Why care. don't we just leave oh. it till till the end, yeah. till the last thing, and then we'll yeah. say full spoilers from here. Sure. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's just me talking about it myself. But yeah, fucking. All right. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Jacob? Oh, yeah, sure. We'll so, I um on the recommendation of Netflix, actually listen mm. once, started watching a show that's been sitting, and it's like you may also like and. You know, yeah. Uh, Line of Duty. It's a police show from the UK. It started in 2012. Um, I watched. I've watched season one and two in the last like three days. It's really, really good. So it follows a team called AC12. Mm. They're the cops and investigate the cops. Ooh, we need more of them All in right. America. <laughs> yes. So they're like the anti-corruption unit. Yeah. But they're also like then investigating the cases that the corrupt cops have been investigating or involved in like the corruption that they're involved in. Yeah. Because it's their job. And the first two seasons go like this big span across this massive intricate story and there's twists and turns and like... I love twists and turns. People that you think aren't bent cops that are bent cops and people that you think that are bent cops, you know, like there's some people like, oh, they're fucking sus and then they're completely cleaned and they're just like... A weird person, and there's others that you're like, it can't be them, and it's like, oh my god, it's them, <laughs> and it's just really, really good. And the first season focuses on a cop that play also the actor also plays um, Morgan in The Walking Dead. Yeah, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy, that guy's, um, that guy's invincible. Is in, he in Invincible? Yeah. I should say he's really good in the, he's just good in things, but he's really good in the, and the. the I highly recommend watching Line of Duty. And season five, maybe, or season six or something like that, just finished in the UK like two days ago, like the season finale was on, and supposedly everyone in England lost their fucking minds and it just broke Twitter there. Oh, shit. Because like 50% of people were really impressed and 50% of people were really fucking angry. Oh, wow. So I'm like, I want to get to there and know what happens. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't get a lot of that like, yeah. big split very often. And supposedly like days. when... It was on when like Prince Philip died or something, 
and like they cut to the news and supposedly the BBC received like 400,000 complaints or something about it that it got like cut short and was replayed on another night and was like, what the fuck? So yeah, highly recommend the show. Prince Philip was dead years before that. So why'd they have to do it? I mean, I understand why they did, but like, oh my God, 99 year old man dies. This is breaking news. We knew it was going to happen eventually. Who cares? Like I get it if it's the queen, but like, (laughs) anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so highly. Oh, yeah, why was he rem- King Philip? Because he's not the. It's on like it's if, only the blood. So relative. if we like in how it works, like if we have a queen, there's a prince. Mm. But if when like Charles becomes king, Camilla's not queen. She'll still be. She'll become like. I guess prince. No, she won't. She'll still just be she'll Camilla, be princess. Well, Princess Camilla, yeah. Or something, yeah. Not the full, not the. But she's not called Princess title. Camilla now. Is she not? Well, okay. I what, don't know. What if Charles is, we ignore Charles and it goes to to Will. What's what's Kate think? Because wait, no, she's oh, she's Duchess, isn't she? I don't. She is at the moment, but she would become Princess Kate, I guess. Yeah, Weird. because it's not King and Queen, right? Yeah, because it's not how it works in England anymore. Right. Who cares? There are tourists. This is what people come to our, our podcast for. All the juicy goss on the royals. <laughs> Fuck the royals. <laughs> Australia needs to be a republic. Vote one for me. I don't even know why, but... Have you watched anything else, Jake? Um, I finished season seven of Smallville. Mm, what the, happened? The weekly Smallville catch-up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, weekly Smallville catch-up because it's what we've got to do. Um, um, well, Lionel Luther's dead. Lex is missing. Um, there's a new woman named Tess that's taken over Luther Corp and the Luther Mansion. Um, Clark's just started working at the Daily Planet. Finally, it's season fucking eight, but it's finally. And his, his, his desk is opposite him and Lois share. Like you know, they look at each other all day, and he's just because it's now just in Metropolis all the time. The production value and like the sets, it's all just increased, and like it's just more heroing shit. And it's like this is so much better. And he's I feel still like, not allowed to fly. I assume no, it doesn't fly. But also Tom Welling just looks way more fucking ripped than last season. He looks like he's been in the gym a lot since like, I don't know. I I think maybe not because in previous he's always wearing a big red jacket or a big blue jacket. And now he's just in like a a suit shirt. And he's just like, oh yeah, look at my muscles. There you go. Yeah. Actually, just speaking of um, Smallville's reminded me of two things. Mm -hmm. uh, DC related. Yes. him and Michael Rosenbaum are trying to get a animated yeah, Smallville They are. They're trying to do that season 11 comic as an animated show. Right. And Doesn't he become a Green Lantern or something weird in that? Don't fuck. Yeah, heaps of weird shit happens <laughs> yeah, in that. Yeah, there's like... Heaps of weird shit happens in that comic. There's like yeah. lots of issues and then spin-off issues of that thing. Mm. But like, I would really like to see those comics... As an animated series, I'd probably watch it. I, I know, I, I and still especially wasn't if you could get the original cast back to voice their characters. Yeah, get Alison Mack back. She's been acting in things since her sex cult thing. No way, really. Yeah, man. There you go. I was looking at the, the other day because she we were, acting in front of the jury. <laughs> got her. Because, <laughs> like, um, Kristen Kirk, who plays Lana Lang. Entered the sex cult at the same time as her. Well, no, sorry. She entered the pyramid scheme that was the face of the sex cult at the same time as Alison Mack, but she left very quickly after. But then 
she like says like she never saw any of the sex cult stuff. Mm. But um, why? What? What the? F- how do you spell Harrison Mack? Kristen Crick's also in Chuck season three, which is a great show. Uh, I was thinking of the movie Good Luck Chuck, and I was like, "That sucks." <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to comment on Good Luck Chuck. I have not seen it. Uh, where's the IMDb page? There. Also, while you're looking that up, uh, also Tom Welling related, um, Lucifer we- season five B comes out at the end of this month. So also Tom Welling related. I share the same birthday as that man. Oh, he turned right. <laughs> an age. Who cares? Wow. <laughs> so the last thing he's got a rude Nick today. So she was it's in my birthday. The last thing she was in was in 2016, which was Lost in Oz TV series. That was a while ago. Yes, one could say. Yeah, God, five that years. was that was yeah, Jesus, time yes. flies. I was teaching in a high school that year. What? Someone. Long talk, story. <laughs> someone talk about what you've been watching, yes. please. Um. Oh, I watched the 21 and 22 Jump Street movies when I was hungover on Sunday. <laughs> Good stuff. It's, I it's fucking. A very, it's I, a very hungover movie. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one since it came out. It's it's very cartoony. It's way more cartoony than I remember because yeah. I watched Twenty One heaps when I was like yeah. fifteen. It was my favorite movie ever. It was. I remember around that age it being like, oh, that this is the coolest movie. Well, like, I, I also not that I don't. Not that I think it's not cool now, but like at that point it was the like you haven't seen mm. Twenty One. What the? Fuck? I also didn't know what it was when I went to see it, and I was like, I, I wasn't expecting a comedy. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is fucking sick. Who does Tom Johnny Wayne? Depp? What the fuck? <laughs> Who does he, he play in? Who yeah. is his ca- Tom Welling's character in Lucifer? Uh, he's Cain from the Bible, like Cain and Abel. Huh. Yeah. He turned 44, like, last week. How depressing is that? <laughs> we look shitter and we're 20 <laughs> years younger. <laughs> He's exactly... Speak for yourself. <laughs> He's 19 years older than me to the day. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, you've got 19 years to... <laughs> to um, look that good. Yeah. No <laughs> that pressure. ripped. All right. Do, you wanna, do we want to do full spoilers for Invincible? Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, fuck it. All right. You've been Alrighty. Go on. So, um, ultraviolet death. Yeah, fuck me. All right, so James, I don't think you were on when we were talking about Invincible to start with. I don't think I was. Uh, we, no. we talked about it briefly when it first came out, but basically, the first episode of Invincible, it's a ver- like it's a. Would you say it's similar to a DC movie? Animated? It looks like Ben Ten. Okay. Yep. We were trying to point out what it was, what it looks like. Yep. The, like when we we're talking about it, and someone, like one of my housemates, was like, "Oh, this looks like Ben Ten. I was like. That's, that's what it. fucking is. That's the it looks one. Like ben Ten. Like it's looks it's very. Ben Ten, but for it's big kids. very well animated. It looks really good, and it it looks like a children's show. Uh, and the first episode of it is a very standard, like this kid becoming a superhero. His dad is basically Superman, and like but stronger, but yeah, much, much stronger. Yeah. Who do you reckon would win out of a fight between like? Peak comic Superman that has like the supernova power or Omni Man. Omni Man. I, I just want to preface this. This is the nerdiest fucking thing we've ever done. Because <laughs> you know, like about Superman's like supernova power, right? Not really. Okay, so Superman has like this power that's recent in the comics. Like he's got heaps of weird powers that are kind of obscure. Like he admits a field that means that James put that finger gun away. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away from your head. So there's like things in the comics where like, he admits a field. So, like when he catches someone from falling, they don't get sliced into three pieces. Like he admits like a gravity field that like 
Right. Damn, which is why he doesn't just fucking annihilate people when he catches them and when he can just pick up whole buildings like in Josh Whedon's Justice League where he just carries a building because the field yeah, that his that body movie. admits like holds the building together explains all the weird stuff he does. Mm-hmm. But he also has a weird power in the comics that he can release all the energy from the yellow sun that's in his body at once in the form of a supernova and kill everything within the radius of it. Seek. And it's like fucking world-destroying. Do that, it. That sounds... Shit. <laughs> he literally destroys a planet. Like a very with, boring Like power. in a comic, he destroys a planet with it. Mm. He just goes off and just... a bit mad. Sounds like something Zack Snyder would make up. Yeah. And be like, oh so, my God, look at you fucking destroyed so peak, <laughs> peak like full-powered Superman. Wow, that's really cool. So peak full-powered <laughs> Superman, just with like a fucking vein in the back of his neck from the sun versus Omni-Man. Who wins? That. Superman? Superman, yeah. yeah from okay. what you've described. What Hi. about what about Henry Cavill Superman? Uh, mustache or no mustache? Mustache, of course. Oh, then Henry Cavill. Yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> mustache and black suit, of course. Yeah, like. Yes, but um, anyway, back to Invincible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's like it's the first episode is a very like kid friendly, very like e- like just a, a very generic um, kid. Yeah, growing up and like discovering his powers and becoming a superhero. Then at the very end, it's basically a seven-minute post-credit scene. His father, who is Superman, uh, just viciously kills this world's Justice League and like squishes their heads, fucking snaps some bitch's neck. Turns the head around. Blood while her head is coughed around. Like yeah, just just a bit more, bit more adult than Ben Ten. The most vicious (laughs) shit I've ever like. Like it, it well surpasses it, like a Rick and Morty level of like violence. It's it just like, goes to next level. It's worse if, if like, and this is also becoming a live action show as well. Like you could, they cannot reach this level of violence. Like I mean, it's, they do in the boys, sort of. So. No, 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 no. The, yeah. the boys could not do this in live action. <laughs> like it's it's fucked the the amount of violence in it. But um, have you seen the newest? Oh, which one is it? The new DC one. Oh, the apocalypse war thing. Yeah. Yeah. And how violent that is. Yeah. Yeah. This is less violent than that. Yeah. That came across as very like edgelord shit. Yeah. This is like the violence in it. It's not gratuitous. It's just, I'm going to fucking ruin you. It serves a purpose. Is it like like Homelander with his heat vision across the fucking crowd? Yeah. But like worse. Oh, way fucking worse. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm scared. But um and yeah, it just got renewed for three more, two more to make two and three. Yeah, two more seasons. Yeah, so I'll make three. But um yeah, it's a really great show. So no, no one else has seen it. I've heard. I haven't started it. I haven't had time. Oh well, yeah. Then I'm just yeah. yeah, I'm just talking to myself. But I I did hear the um, Seth Rogen voices someone in it. Yeah, he's also adapting a live action version of the same character. I was like, sorry. Right. Well, no. So Seth Rogen's adapting the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know how it's gonna. I, I like this enough where I'm like I trust I him. I don't yeah but to I do something like I don't really need a live action version. Of like Stephen Ewan's really good in the role, and like J.K. Simmons plays Omni Man, and I feel like they're both too old for the roles in real life. What so about if you Tom Holland did the young one? Would that work? Because oh, what about oh, that dude? Maybe. What about the? Um, I saw. Um, what about Ronnie Chang, whatever his name is, on the Ronnie Chang. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, do <Ronnie> it. <laughs> Get him ripped. <laughs> Great. <laughs> he's in um, Shang-Chi. Oh, he's too, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. 
Yeah. So he can't. He's, he's you know, busy. You know what else he was in? Fucking Godzilla versus Kong. I forgot to forgot about oh, that. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. I heard that. <laughs> I, I, saw, I didn't see it. I just um very early on when he um when they're in the supermarket. Oh yes. Billy Bobby yes, Brown. Yes, he was. That, he yeah. Was. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck, Ronnie Jake? What are you doing here? Yeah. For like yeah, three yeah. seconds. I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> what a man. What a, but um. I saw him live at our university in 2016. Oh, really? That's God Richard Cut doing a stand-up gig. There you go. And now look at the man. Look at him go. He's famous. What a hero. But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd recommend Invincible to you boys. Oh, I also just want to say, shit. Nick, never worry about talking to yourself with these things. I've talked about my music <laughs> taste. That's the definition of talking that, to no that, one about. That is very true. That is very true. Also, all of us have definitely spoken about movies where no one no has one watched else was it. And it's just like, yep, <laughs> okay. Yes. But um, I have seen fan art of John Hamm and Nick Offerman. Yeah, I did see that. Omni-Man. So I, I would, I'll have I do like John Hamm. I would John love Hamm's to see John Hamm. For, John Hamm's due for a superhero role. Yeah. I, I would, feel like it's, just, it's not his thing. So you just. What's well, not like an Omni-Man would be good. Someone that's just like a psychopathic murderer for him, I reckon would be really good. Because he's got that yeah. kind of like personality where he could just really play yeah like <laughs> fucking see ya yeah like he could be like real nice and then just like, like snap just, someone in half like he just squishes a, yeah. a person's head just yeah. on a whim like it's I mean, it's like john ham could act that really well with a smile but uh no but there there is a scene where he like has a huge breakdown john ham like, could do that john ham could do it i don't think nick offerman like he probably could but he like I don't know. I feel like he's too. Give like, it to him. He, he'd have to get like shredded and wear platform shoes to be like intimidating. John Ham's been shredded for like a fucking decade. I don't think John Ham is shredded, but he's built like a tank. No, I think John Ham is just regular man <laughs> built, and no one's noticed. But he's got like, really big arms and chest. Yeah, yeah sure but you're not, not thinking of Henry Cavill. No, no. <laughs> but he's not sh- like he's not sh- like he's not ripped. He's just like. Buff. Like he's if, regular man. Like, yeah, I, get, yeah. I don't know. Hey, maybe he's just old school shredded, but now everyone's like no, actually yeah, I think shredded. So. I, I think yeah. he's just a guy who's like chopped wood and eating steak every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a man. Put him in a lumberjack outfit and it would make sense. There you go. But yeah. What did you just say? Like, what? So you just said something and I acknowledged you, but now I can't remember what you said. Then I thought of something funny. Henry but, Cavill? Yeah. Um, go watch the clip of him getting murdered in a really early episode of Midsummer Murders. It will blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just just find the episode of Midsummer Murders that Henry Cavill is in and watch it and then find the episode that Orlando Bloom is in and watch that. Because the Orlando Bloom one is really good for context because he's in that and the next thing he appears in is Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I need a contra- you need to see the contrast because he went acting school, Midsummer Murders... Lord of the fucking rings. That's that's your homework. Well, what a downfall for a midsummer murder. And you need right, no, boys? but you need to watch what <laughs> he's you need. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you need to watch what he's like in that episode of Midsummer Murders. And like it's just it's a really wimpy little end of him. It's like next thing, fucking boom, I'm like a less bitch. Like it's weird. It's a, yeah, it's a big transition. Mm. Yeah, so that's that. Fuck yeah. Um, shall we wrap it I up? I think we shall. So you can reach us at Watch It Again podcast on Facebook and um, 
Instagram or you can send me a private text if you know me and have my number like <laughs> our listener before did. Otherwise, if you don't have my phone number, which I really hope most of our listeners don't, you can reach me anytime at watchitagainpod at gmail.com. Give me your thoughts on anything and I'll read it out on air because I will read anything you send us. Because we're getting desperate. Anything. <laughs> and Jacob. Come on, guys. It's been like two years. We've gotten four texts. Yeah. And you know what? You know what we have to. You know what has to play us out on this episode, don't oh, you? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still open? <laughs> Please tell me. It's YouTube. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We will catch you guys next week. As always, I'm Jacob. I'm Nick. I'm James. Bye. <laughs> End it, please. Never. <laughs> Better hit the button. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.